Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number 13 of the unofficial, official, unofficial Rogue Company podcast broadcast. I'm here with Co Reed. I'm here with Dirt Lord. I'm here with Griffin. And we're not here with Garbo. I wasn't going to say it, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was waiting. I straight to I'm, you. I'm so used to hearing his voice. I said that. That's why there was a little bit of a pause there. And I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah. yeah. So, you can just add it in. Yeah. Dude, I, I <laughs> I'll send it to you. Put it right here. One. Yeah. No, I, I already have. I mean, we've got 11 of them. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I'm here with Griffin. I'm taking one. I'm put, put it right here. I should go through and uh. just clip out default responses from him. And just drop them in. <laughs> Don't do that, dude. That's, How that's funny take, would that be? Yeah. Uh, but, take a while. More than a week. Yeah, for real, right? Man, you missed an episode, but you didn't really miss an episode. Yeah, you were there. But yeah, this is the Rogue Company podcast for all the news that you need to know. I know that last episode was a long one. This episode is probably not going to be quite as long, but we're going to start it off real quick here with the most recent December the 3rd episode of this week in Rogue Company. So let's check this baby out. Well, let's go ahead and place that plant side on wanted closer to the middle of the map. Yeah, right. So battle zone. Yeah, so primarily all the things covered in this week in Rogue Company was battle zone changes, which is kind of what I expected because I mean you know, like they did a couple of rogue changes and weapon changes, but you really don't have enough time to like see the long term effects of these things. Uh, unless you have something that's just completely overpowered or broken. So it makes sense that they're making battle zone changes before the Umbra update goes live. And the majority of the changes are price changes. So Headstrong, they're reducing the cost from 55 to 4500 Uh Padded Steps, they've increased the price from 45 to 55 Ghost, which is a new perk that makes you immune to all reveals, has been increased from 5000 to 8500 and incendiary mm-hmm. grenades has been increased from 2000 to 3000. <clears throat> so, ba- off of these changes, here's what I would here's what I would say about it. Everybody has access to all these perks. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't have health regen in battle zone, but you do have the option to buy headstrong. Why? Like, it's a good you, question. If if you're if you're new game mode, if it doesn't regen well, you can regenerate your armor, but yeah, you can repair it. Yeah, exactly. And but my thing is, is like you're you're creating crates that have weapons in them, and the idea is to drop into the map, loot, and then move into the zone and try to you know do the the gunfight and the exchanges yeah. there. Hold whichever side gets the circle. Yeah, exactly. So instead of reducing the cost of it to where everybody can have it at round two then why not take it out where nobody has access to it and then put it in chess more frequently? Wouldn't that make sense? I mean, to me, yeah, because like whenever you hit a box, you never know what color or what rarity armor you're going to get. So you never know how effective it's going to be. So just up the spawn rate of in those first couple of chests that spawn for armor and just let it be the luck of the draw since battle zone is already should be. Yeah. Since it's already flipping a coin, whether you're going to win or lose because of how shitty the circle is, then why yeah. not at least make it to where everything is shitty and random? I mean, that that's, that's how I feel about headstrong. It's like, you're it going to be an even level of shitty for everyone. Exactly. Yeah. It would be 
more balanced shitty at that point. Mm-hmm. I'm all for it. Yeah. Uh, padded steps. I mean, it's like they've added this thing into the game since the beta that makes you completely silent while you're moving around. And every time they talk about padded steps, they're like, more and more people are discovering this perk. Who the fuck? I mean, dude. Yeah. What? <laughs> well, I mean, the majority of the player base does play respawn modes, right? You don't need padded steps on that. I mean, I buy them when I play it, but you don't need them. Yeah, yeah. I do too. So I guess it's that's... <laughs> off the rip by for me, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. I mean... I wish that we had the statistics to like whenever players play characters that have padded steps in one life game modes, whether it be demolition, extraction, even dodgeball, what the purchase rate of padded steps across those game modes are. Because and then compare it to something like Strikeout or King of the Hill or Team Deathmatch and just yeah. see, you know, what the purchase rate of it is, you know? Mm-hmm. Um Ghost. So you're immune to all reveals. It's going from $5,000 to $8,500. Um, here's the thing. That is Ronan's ability. Yeah. Yeah. So It's an ability that you're putting out as a perk. Exactly. So you're making a character completely obsolete by creating a perk that allows you to just do the same thing that she does. Because yeah. that knife isn't enough. It's not worth it by itself. Absolutely not. Especially no. in that mode, like it's too easy to spot. You can hear it. it yeah. There's no point in it. Yeah. Unless you get lucky and hit someone with it. Like it's yep. kind of like, you know, a last resort or set it up on a flank route type, you know, as like a proximity mine type deal, something like that. I usually try to use it for like if I get, if I'm getting pushed by multiple people, I try to hit one of them with it. Yeah. Do some splash damage. You might get some damage on yeah. the rest. Yeah. Yeah. But it's Scare like, them. Yeah. But it's like you're you're gonna you're gonna make her like an obsolete rogue in that specific game mode, and it's like, and you mm-hmm. can kind of compare it to some of the other things that are already in the game perks that kind of take the place of some of the other abilities that characters have. Like you know, padded steps more or less is a you know dumbed down version of what Lancer yeah. can do. You a know, slow Lancer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you yeah, exactly. Uh, and you and to be ahead. fair, when you buy armor, that's exact. That's max ability. Yeah, I know. But and the argument for that can be made where it's like, well, the headstrong has been in the game since it since the beta, probably alpha, and Mac was a character. So it's like the chicken or the egg, were they lazy with Mac's passive ability or you you know what I mean? It's it's one of those type of situations. I always bought that when I played Anvil. Oh yeah. That was a big purchase for Anvil. Yeah. Uh, and then the incendiary grenades, they increased the price from 2000 to 3000 And they said it was because they become more valuable later in the uh-huh. rounds. But yeah. it's... Oh, it, absolutely. Yeah. Well, whenever everybody on your team can purchase them, and you yeah. can fully purchase them out where each person has two of them. and then, spam. Yeah, and then you have a runway. Whenever that circle gets so oh. small, you can cover the entire circle with incendiary grenades. Yep. So, like... Those and trip mines. I think we're just talking about something that's going to become meta pretty soon. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and it was that way in the PTS. When every round that I played, the entire enemy team would prioritize incendiary grenades over anything else. And that's because, like, you have two of them. So you can Mm -hmm. throw it on one side of a piece of cover and another side of a piece of cover, and that person's dead because, oh, guess what's behind them? The fucking zone is. So... 
And then map adjustments. So they're making some map adjustments on Windward and Wanted because, you know, they're basically they're saying that the maps weren't designed for a game mode like Battle Zone. So they're having to make some adjustments to some of the areas that the circle shrinks into, which is good. I understand that they recognize all this stuff, mm-hmm. but the circle is like the biggest problem. It's not yeah. the cover. It's not where it's pushing them to. It's if you land and you loot and you have 30 seconds mm-hmm. to loot and your team has advantage, it doesn't matter where that circle is going to end at. Yeah. Kick back. Yeah. Pick if, them off when they come in. Yeah. you. If you have advantage in that, in that first circle that shows up and you generally have an idea compared, because this isn't like a, a regular battle royale. You don't have miles of map to cover. You have feet of map to cover. Yeah. Yards. So it's like... It it goes back for me. I just don't understand why they even thought of this mode. Like, who who was sitting around playing Warzone being like, you don't want to do this with rogues. And if you're gonna... Like, it'd be a great mode if they would design one map that's specifically for that mode. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Just one map. That's all you gotta do. Make it... Four Good times the size map. of a yeah. normal map. Yeah. And that would at least make it a a ten minute game. Yeah, exactly. Uh it it would make the um the accessibility of the circles way more broad so that you would yeah. be able to you know, it's a four V four game mode. If you're gonna make this the map that size, even if it was twice as big as the maps in the game are now, then you could essentially do a six V six battle zone at that point. Ah uh, yeah. And you know, you see what I'm saying? And They're pushing for that larger party. Yeah. So I mean, They're working on it. It, it. To me, what all this feels like is just a a giant test to see if a battle royale would be something that the community would be interested in. But you know, I don't think that that's. I don't think I this is the right feel like way. There's to... so many options. Yeah, exactly. Well, the reason they have to modify the maps is because they were designed for a tactical shooter. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And it looks like we're moving away from that. I yeah. mean, yeah. Well, it seemed like that since season two. Yeah, for sure. Been, it, what, dude, when they pulled extraction, it's like, what? I threw my hands up. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. We only had two modes. Six v six, king of the hill. Yeah. But with these map adjustments, I mean, if they would get rid of the circle and the way that the zone pushed you in and made it like a straight line zone, like we talked about in the last episode, then that would eliminate yeah. like 99% of your issues with how the circle shrinks over time. Because if it's going to either push you into one of the spawns or to one of yeah. the other sides of the map, and you're going to have the entire map to rotate, that's going to like condense everything down in the last zone like you want it to. It's just going to take longer to get there. And that's okay, mm-hmm. because when you play around and it lasts... 12 seconds and an entire game lasts less than 10 minutes, then you're not getting anything out of playing that. And especially when it comes to a battle Royal, man, cause I can drop into any other battle Royal and I could play 10 minutes and not see another motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We already got right. one of those that we play. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. Don't need another one. Yeah. So those are the changes that they announced on This Week in Rogue Company. I believe that the update is actually going to be coming out on the 14th. I'm kind of hoping that they release it on the 7th. I don't think that they will because the Warzone update will be that day. Yeah. Um, but it's, ain't happening. Yeah. But at least they are releasing it before Christmas break. 
like you know they could have released the last update before thanksgiving and give giving people on that thanksgiving or that fall break you know that time period you know time to actually play the game and to get you know get the season started out right so it is good that they're releasing it before christmas instead of waiting for the new year but i kind of wish that they were going to release it a little bit earlier but it is what it is you know all right next up we have matchmaking improvements so this is something that they released on their official website, and that's where we're pulling the information that you can see here. And I saw people tweeting out about it. Actually, Kramar was the first one that was like, hey, you know, this is what was mined in the files, and this is uh -huh. what's going on. So there was a hot fix that dropped. I believe it was on, because this, this was dated for December the 2nd, which was Thursday. But there was a hot yep. fix that came out on Tuesday or Wednesday. It was um, Tuesday. Yeah. Saying something about you know, bringing it into the, you know, changing the matchmaking up and going ahead and releasing it yeah. in, in the game. Uh, Pretty Hair said in the Umbra update live stream that with the Umbra update, they were getting the new matchmaking system. So mm -hmm. to be honest, I have no clue if this is in the game right now, if it was another test or if it's, yeah. you know what I mean? Like there's no, it's, up in the air, dude. it's way up like, in the air. Yeah. So I'll run through all this stuff, and we'll just kind of hit it as we go. So uh, over the years, Hi-Rez has invested a considerable amount of work into matchmaking systems for all of our games, including Rogue Company. However, as we've added new game modes to Rogue Company, our matchmaking needs have changed. As many of our players have noticed, we began testing a new system based upon open match, allowing for great scalability and flexibility for each game. While testing, we've been shaking out any issues with the new system and have noticed an improvement in match quality. The ways in which we group people and teams together into matches across the board. So how does this new system work? First, <laughs> first... Pretty hair let it out of the bag, dude, when he said the MMR. Yeah, I know, right? He let it out of the bag. Yeah. Uh, first, it sorts the available players from top to bottom based on their MMR and divides them into three groups, top, mid, and low. After this, separation matches are created within these groups for the available members. This results in a smaller, a smaller spread of MMR in a given match. The graph below illustrates the match quality results of the tests we've run over the past few weeks. So as you can see on the graph here, the open match quality versus the legacy match quality, it doesn't have much difference in team deathmatch. Yeah. There's a more difference in strikeout than demolition, I would say, or it's very com comparable. Yeah. But it shows that ranked is receiving the biggest improvement, yeah. according to this graph, in the matchmaking system. Mm-hmm. Uh, dropping down here, but what about new players? The old system focused more on MMR balance between the two teams and not on our confidence in the MMR estimate for a new player. The new system includes a confidence estimate in a player's MMR that starts low. The result of every match played increases our confidence in the player's estimated MMR. The new system tries to group players with the same MMR confidence level, so new players tend to play together. As confidence in a player's MMR increases, they are more likely to get matched with players of the same skill level. We're excited to bring you this new and improved matchmaking system, and we look forward to your feedback, the Rogue Company team. Mm -hmm. So, man, what that doesn't tell you is if you're in a party with friends. Yes. Now, three, you might, you'll skate. Yeah. It'll be but if right. you got four, yeah, oh, yeah, 
And that that's fuck you. Yeah, you know, for exactly. having four people in a party. Yeah. So here's what I want to hit on first. So it sorts the available players from top to bottom based on their MMR and divides them into three groups: top, mid, and low. Okay. So we don't have access to what our MMR is. We don't know what the definitions yeah. for the the MMR that you need to achieve to get into the top tier, mid tier, or the low tier, right? We just know yours is higher. I mean, it's all we know. Yeah, yeah I mean, you know, with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely higher, right? So my thing is, is, and this was a point that I was thinking. It's like, okay, let, let's say, for example, that all four of us, when we play together, um, fall within that mid tier. Like most people are going to fall in that mid tier, I would think, right? Like yeah. the majority of the player base, if they do it correctly, that's where most of the players should land at. If you're in the mid, the upper mid tier of that mid tier, then is it gonna is it gonna cross over into top tier? Or if you're low enough on the mid tier totem pole, is it gonna cross over into the low tier people? Like what the MMR the new players? No, just man, every, they got a lot of them. Oh, okay. Just just everybody in general, because like the way I'm seeing it is if like our four all of our skill. There's a skill gap between all four of us, whether it be yeah, astronomical or, or tiny, right? We all have different. It's math, dude. It's all different. Yeah. So if if one or two of us is upper mid tier, and you know, two I know of what us, you're saying. Yeah, two yeah. of us are mid mid tier. Then is yeah. it is it going to pull one person from top tier? Yeah. And pull one person from low tier. And what it sounds like is that's what they were doing in the old matchmaking system. What it sounds okay. like they were doing is like, all right, let's say that all four of our MMRs combined is um, 2,000, right? Yeah. And you So 2,000 divided by four yeah. is what our assignment is. And then it puts us up against another team that has an MMR that, that, equals, that. that equals up to 2,000. Then yeah. on paper with math... It it's supposed a, to work. It should be a balanced match, right? Yeah, but what if that team's stacking and it can't find a match and it just throws you in there with them? Exactly. Ah, here we go. Yeah. Ser servers in Singapore, go! Yeah, I know. And it's kind of ridiculous to think about the fact that, like, the more people that you add to your party, the less it takes the matchmaking... Yeah, the less it takes the matchmaking system into consideration. Because... I'll be honest, dude. After the two nights that I had, I don't want to play ranked with four people. No. It was rough. I might even leave just so I'm like, well, let's let Garbo experience three. Right. Just so he knows it's different. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say that like, because I've been doing tests myself on the matchmaking the last couple of days, I've done some solo cues. We've done some, some duo cues, some trio cues and some quad cues. Right. We I would check the count levels, everything. Yes. And I would say that the most balance that the game can absolutely get on any terms, any circumstances is when you solo queue. The variable factor in that situation is the fact whether your teammates are going to stick around right. or not. That, that's, yeah. the, that's the only thing. That's the big question. Yeah. And then when so it, they die, are they going to leave? Yep. Yeah. He's gone. And then once you start adding more people onto your team, it stops looking at your MMR as a whole, and it starts looking for a match comparable yeah. to your team, which would be someone else that's four stacking at that point, which is fine. But the skill gaps between the people that are four stacking is 
so astronomical. Wow, dude. Because you have people that are four stacking that are all rogue ranks. Then you yeah. have you also have people that are four stacking that literally just downloaded the game. Yeah. So which is and and they're great at the game. Yeah, right. And so, it's like wow. Yeah. So Good like our matchmaking experiences the last couple of days has been very similar to the way that the matchmaking system was before, if it's in the game right now, to where we go in, we queue casual demolition. We're either going to play against a team that's going to run all over us, or we're going to run all over them. Or There's, once at a blue moon. Yeah. You get the it's, neck and neck. It's literally like one out of 15. That's the game you're looking for, though. That's why you keep playing. You're looking for yeah. that one. Yeah. That's it. That, the one where I'm really yeah. trying to make sure they don't get that like, sixth point. Yeah. We're yeah. neck and neck the whole time. Yeah. It's, it's good matchmaking. Yeah, but man, it takes a long time to hit that. Like, yeah, it absolutely and does. I, and I could see how you can get you can get new players in this game that might enjoy the game, but if they get three of those in a row where they just get ran all over six nothing, yeah, they won't want to play anymore, dude. Yeah, there's and been I, games where I felt bad for them. Yeah, well, there's definitely been games where I've just fucking quit. <laughs> yeah, y'all yeah. know. Yeah. No, there's not a game in the world that makes me as angry as this damn game. game we, I've had two of the shittiest nights I've ever had on this game this week. Yeah. This week, yeah. The, two of the like the worst. I don't do a lot of yelling on Rogue, but this week I've yelled a lot. Yeah. yeah. Same. We all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, typically you just hear that in fucking Warzone, but new this yeah. week it's all been like, yeah. like, I was behind the wall! Behind the wall, dude. Yeah. That's a big issue, getting shot behind a wall. And I'm sure it's latency issues. Which it is. It's those Singapore your servers. Fucking servers. Yeah. The wire's not big enough. That's and I know very the far away. might be negative there, but it's meant to be fix the fucking servers. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, There's and- no reason why we should be queuing, uh, queuing fucking Singapore, dude. Yeah, I know. Well, we we'll do the thing where Atlanta. it's like, and and we're like we're going all right South Carolina North Carolina you're queuing here through here to Singapore, so it's got to go to there then there then back yeah then it's like I just need a direct line dude plug me in yeah and if we get matched with someone in Singapore they're gonna run us over yeah well that's when you get shot behind corners yeah, yeah. that's when that starts happening no hit markers what 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 how that's when a lot of hows happen how yeah huh. Yeah. And and to be honest, like completely 100% honest, is like it's good that they're making an effort with trying to improve the matchmaking system. Oh, for sure. But there's an a huge asterisk with this. It doesn't matter how good the matchmaking system is if the the state of the servers are going to be so unplayable. Because On Yeah, yeah, exactly. On but, rank. Yeah. Because it's your premier, you know, top tier. Yeah. This is ranked. Yeah. And and that's where that that's where it's hard to like it's cool. It's great that they're doing the matchmaking, but it's hard to take it serious because none of that matters if you're getting shot behind cover when you're well behind cover and they can't see you. It's hard to and take everybody it. listening to this, it's happened to them. Yeah, they know. I know. Uh, it's hard to take it serious whenever you're shooting someone and they're not moving at all and you're getting 
no hit markers or even delayed hit markers well, to the point where they can turn around and one shot you with a sniper rifle. We've even had that thing lately where you'll start shooting someone and it'll just stop. Yeah. yeah. The gun and will then stop shooting. Yeah. And then you're dead. You're like, what happened? Then you see the camera and it's like, oh, he shot me. Yeah. But everything just stopped. It happened to a Lancer to, uh, the other day when she came up behind me, she shot me once and then she just quit shooting. And yeah. then it just, yeah, there's some kind of, it's weird. Yeah. So I, I know it wasn't a choice. Yeah. I think that the matchmaking and the state of the servers needs to have a very firm handshake with one another to be able to achieve what uh-huh. these guys are going for. Because at this at this current time, I could give two shits what the tick rate of the server is. Because the server latency is so high, it doesn't matter what the tick rate is. Yeah. And it's happening all across the board for from people from here all the way to, like, China, Japan areas. Everywhere. If you go on the Reddit page, all you see is like, how am I getting shot around corners? Why why am I not getting hit markers? It's just full of all that stuff. And and that's where I feel like these things that have been issues for a couple of seasons at least should have been addressed before they come up with a battle zone. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, I get they're wanting to compete, but it's just not. But you ain't got the capacity. It, yeah. It just, yeah, exactly. Like, dude. And then thinking we're, about we're it. We're under load, and there's like less than 20,000 playing, probably. I mean. Yeah. There's not a lot of great tactical shooters to choose from now, especially ones that are free to play and, and are cross play. play. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's but the there are, thing. there's like 10. Ten fucking battle royals that I can think of. Yeah, three, absolutely. Fortnite, Warzone, uh, Apex, PUBG, Apex, Realm Royale, Realm Royale. There you go. Spell it's break. coming back. I think Spell Break. There you go. Um, I mean, what was the vampire one? Oh, the blood. Um, Bloodborne. Mm, no, I'm a hunter. Was oh. It- I know what you're talking about, but yeah. Yeah, the one Griffin played it. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. So but either way. Yeah. So I mean there there's it's like you're gonna introduce a new game mode that's gonna like tax your servers that much more. Uh and your time. And, like, and your team's time. Yeah. yeah kind of like that shooting range, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> or Ronan's face. <laughs> yeah, right. And here's another point that I wanted to hit on this. So MMR. MMR, MMR. So Gandhi, yeah. Gandhi himself, and if you're listening, yep. Gandhi, you yourself told Ninja that the matchmaking was all based off of MMR while y'all were playing together on a live stream. He did. This hasn't came back up from anything I can find officially from high res no. until now. So, until Pretty Hair said it. Yes, exactly. It's yeah. like, hmm, and yeah. then this is the thing. So what is the MMR, though? Exactly. Dude, they just let us know our KD. Yeah. They put our KD in there. They're like, this is it. And it's like, but we don't go by that. We go by MMR. Yeah. It's like, well, what's that? My, Can I look at that? Yeah, exactly. And my thing is like, if you're going to go with MMR, ELO, anything like that, you should be able to have access to that. I should know what my MMR At least is. know what it is. Yeah, exactly. If I can't see everyone else's, at least let me know what mine is. Yeah. And it should not only tell you the MMR 
of yourself. You should be able to look at anybody that you're playing with or against and see what their MMR is. And you should also be able to see what the MMR of the, the game that you're at currently actively playing, whatever match you're playing, you should be able to see the MMR this versus this. You should also be able to see what the average MMR of people that you're playing against is. Like you should be able to have access to all of this information because you can sit yeah. there and say that it's MMR based and that's fine, but it's like it's like a uh, hidden number. It's a hidden yeah. statistic. It's a social security number that they assign to you that fluctuates based off of how you do. Well, why can't we see that? Why can't we know that? Like there was a workaround for it in Paladins, right? You could download an app. You could sync the app up to your profile, and yeah. you could see what your ELO was. You could see how it fluctuated over time. You could see cool. what the match qualities that you had previously played, not what you're currently playing, but what you previously played was. You could see how it added up and what the what the you know everything. You could see all of that stuff on that app. It wasn't anything that was officially released by High Res, but it was accurate enough to gauge exactly how you're doing and where you're at in the game. Overwatch tells you what your MMR is in game when you play ranked. I mean, and why if, not? Yeah. Well, I mean, you're comparing Blizzard to high res is like, mm. yeah, I know. And you and you're in a game that was like, people started complaining about matchmaking, so they were like, take the account levels out. I was gonna bring that up. I was gonna yeah, be like, remember the we first were, we're fix to the it, like, Yeah, you're asking them to let you know your MMR. They don't even want you to know the account level the person you're going against. I mean, luckily you can still see. But yeah. we have a workaround. But uh, and I think they left that in there. Yeah. Well, and that's like right. they they won't tell us what our latency is, but there's a workaround for that as well. Yeah, and it's so, terrible. Yeah, it's, it's bad. weird to me because almost all multiplayer games, like. On my at least on my PlayStation, they tell me what my latency is and what my yeah. ping is. I'm like gonna, Call of Duty tells me that shit. Of course. So packet loss. You want to talk yeah, about no, some packet loss? Yeah. In this and, game. Yeah, I see that, dude. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, speaking of packet loss, that gets us into the next section. Do y'all have anything else about the matchmaking? Let's just segue right in. Okay. So on this next little section here. So we had High Res Mini herself, who has still not contacted me back about the fireside chat thing. I don't even think she's read it yet. But if you're listening, High Res Mini, I'm waiting for your response. I want to tell the people what you say. But anyway, she decided to post something yet again on the Reddit page because they don't have a Twitter, they don't have a Facebook. Yeah. Where they, you, you know, they don't have a way to put this in game nothing so she posted it on reddit and it's this very clever picture of fucking bernie here and it says wanted players in the uscaeu experiencing laggy matches and then it says below that hi friends over the last few months we have been hard at work diagnosing laggy matches that players have been reporting to us and we're asking for your help some of our engineers have begun working with a handful of players, tracking their packets during matches to see where things are getting lost. But we need more players and more data uh, about this persistent issue so we can work on a permanent solution. If you'd like to help us out and you are from the U.S., Canada, or EU, please fill out this form so one of our engineers can reach out to you. 
Please note that you will be asked to install Thousand Eyes, a packet tracking software from Cisco, so we can monitor your packet loss during matches of Rogue Company. Thank you. So she posted this over on the Reddit page, and I cut off, um, you know, unintentionally cut off how many upvotes and responses it got. I should have done that, but I didn't. But anyway, so they're acknowledging publicly here on the Reddit page that they mm -hmm. are having laggy matches, that they are having packet loss, and they don't know why. Mm-hmm. What's the goddamn, what's the test server for? Yeah, exactly, right. Yeah, I, know. Well, I mean, if you'd run it for more than two days. Yeah. So with this, you know, there's a link down here. And I, I went to the link and I filled the form out, right? Because I've been experiencing laggy matches. Mm. The other night I was experiencing some major stutters that I haven't had. And I couldn't tell you how long. You know, Since you, you got the new PC. Well, not only since I got the new PC, but like whenever they yeah, released. Season one. Yeah, whenever they released. Like it's been running strange. Yeah. When they released ranked into the game, that's when the stuttering started happening. And then mm. they got everything kind of smoothed out on the casual side. And that's why I didn't play ranked for so long. Yeah. Because there, every time that we would queue into a ranked match, whether we would be four it stacking, laggy. it was so stuttery. It, even just me and you, dude, it was laggy. Yeah, yeah. So it's coming back up and it started happening again. And of course being shot around corners and all this kind of stuff. So the packet loss, the latency of the servers and everything they're trying to fix it. But here is my issue. And look, I'm going to preface this once again by saying, I'm glad that they are reaching out to the community to ask for help to get this situation under control. I very much appreciate that as a player because since the game is still in beta state, according to Fireside Chats, then we are all beta testers at that point, right? Uh, we, we're paying them to beta test their game. Exactly. So with that information, our opinions mean just as much, if not more, than people that are currently in-house beta testing your game. And paying you. Exactly. So what I will say is I don't know what Thousand Eyes is, right? I'm going to do a quick uh -huh. quick Google search. It says Thousand Eyes, Inc. is a network intelligence company headquartered in San Francisco with offices in Dublin, London, New York, Tokyo, and Austin, Texas. The company produces software that analyzes the performance of local and wide area networks. On May 29, 2020, Cisco announced it would be acquiring Thousand Eyes. So that is just the default Google you know, from the website yeah. that, that that's the brand. Anyone can say it. Yeah. So I'm going to go on a limb here and I'm going to say that thousand eyes is something that only PC players are going to be able to download onto their systems and actually have it monitor this packet loss to send the information back over to high res. Right. Right. Okay. Why in the love of God, uh huh, are you asking people to fill out a form and I just mean, you're probably the only person that does. <laughs> well, and, nah, and, I'm sure it's a small list. Well, they're they're wanting to go in and they're wanting to hand cherry pick people to test this out. She says mm -hmm. in the post right now that they need more players and more data, right? So what I'm guessing the way Thousand Eyes works is you download whatever it is, yeah. Then you have to put in probably an email address that you want 
all of the data sent to once the session log your games. Has, yes, yeah. exactly. Once the session is over, once you close the mm-hmm. game out, it should put a bow on everything and email it to It'll whatever. send them the file. Exactly, right? So I've got this crazy idea, guys. And just bear with me here. We're, we're going to get to it. So why can't you make the Thousand Eyes download available for everybody and you set up, I don't know, a dummy email address called, I don't know, latency at roguecompany.com and give instructions on there if you want to be a part of this download thousand eyes from this link right here put this email address or, and all this information into it and play games why would Please. you why would you want to hand cherry pick just a small group of people because they're already working with people that means that they're yeah. working with the rogue content creators yeah been on location yeah so, the, so all of the creators, people that have creator codes and all that kind of stuff for the game itself, those are the people that probably already have access to all this stuff. They got a thousand eyes on their computer. Exactly. For, for a game whose player base is mostly console, they exclude console a lot. It's interesting. Yeah, I know. But here's something else, too, man. So whenever you play on PC... You don't have forced cross-play on. The only time that it activates is whenever you play with people that are on console, right? Yeah. So I see on the Reddit page and on a lot of the Facebook pages and stuff, people that play on PC are complaining about the fact, and even Radthar. He's all the same people over and over. exactly. I noticed that when we did it. Yes, exactly. We run into the same people a lot. I'm like, huh. Mm -hmm. Because when I play Mm -hmm. with cross-play, that doesn't happen. Exactly. So that lets you know how many. Yeah. So if if the smallest percentile of your player base is going to be the ones that's going to be testing this out, why not give all of those guys access to it, especially the people that are playing with crossplay on? Like whenever Radthar is solo queue and ranked, that's not helping them out as much as I don't know, someone that plays with people that are crossplay constantly. And that's no slide against Radthar or anybody else. It's just a fact because mm-hmm. he's queuing with everybody that can install this thing and send the same information to the company. It seems to me like you would want to have it installed on people that are going to be a going to bring you a wider audience. Well, as many as possible. Yes, and that wider audience is unfortunately going to be your console market, right? And yeah. you're not going to be able to get Thousand Eyes or any kind of Cisco packet no. tracking software onto a console unless you have a developer's kit or something. Well, they would have to build it into the game, and you would have to agree to it. Yes, exactly. Yep. Yeah. that's And it can be done. Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, I'm so happy that they're actually taking the time and going in and trying to fix this. I'm just not happy about the fact that, like, well, we're only going to select a certain handful of individuals to give mm-hmm. this this to i mean in theory it shouldn't impact anything about your game anything about your matches oh, it's it just, just sends a log it, exactly it just sends a log yep. it probably it. documents the time date yeah. match id and then basically what your latency and packet loss for that uh, match yep. is like that's all that it is but you're gonna you're gonna condemn the rest of your PC players by not letting them have access to it. And in turn, it's going to hurt your console market, which is the biggest market for your game because 
crossplay. It's just a weird decision for them to make. And it, it is. And it goes back in with everything else that they do, unfortunately. It's a very weird decision that they're going to go in and they're going to do this. And whenever I look this up on the Reddit page, it's got 33 upvotes and it's got, let's see, 15 comments on it. Well, I didn't know about this until you brought it up yeah. here. Right. Exactly. And I follow them on Twitter. I follow her. Yeah. Them. This is the first time I've seen it. Yeah. But, uh, it's it's just it's very odd that they're going this route with it. And I would love if they would come out and be like, look guys, here is how you can help us out the most. We encourage you guys to do as much crossplay as possible. Play with as many console people as you possibly can. We're gonna open this uh thousand eyes things up. For like- That's how they get to the console player. Since they won't go in and put the code in there. Yeah. They need the people cross playing. Mm-hmm. You need me. If I, I'll put the shit on my computer, dude, and I'm real iffy about my information, but yeah, I'll do it because I always go crossplay. Always, yeah. And so. I, if that'll help, then pick me. Yeah, I'm gonna fill it out. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, a lot of these comments down here, like people, like, oh, so you can't be on i'm on ps4 and i signed up for it and i'm on this and i signed up for it and it's like they didn't give enough information in the article to begin with it should be it should have been expressly pc only (laughs) exactly yes yes but that's why they need us to yeah anyone cross playing yeah apply yeah because the the problem may be uh, something to do with how the crossplay works. It may be something with how the networks talk to one another well, on the crossplay. It may be, you know what I mean? It may be. They've completely lost their aim assist. Oh yeah. After, after dying and watching someone else play with, with a controller, it sh- they, you'll start shooting them and then it just like drifts away. It just, yeah. every time. Yeah. I have not known of an aim assist since I started playing this yeah, game. Yeah, it happens every time. It just drifts away, and it's like, why is it doing that? And the, you see it one time, you're like, oh, he he did that. He went that way. But then you see it over and over again, and it's like, no, that's... It does the same thing every time. Yeah. It'll start to shoot, and it just pulls off. It's like, that ain't aim assist. Anyway. Yeah, it's, it's just... Uh, it's kind of unfortunate, you know? And hopefully I'll get an email or... You know, they'll they'll want to reach out because, like, I mean, we're about as close as you can get to where they're located. Yeah. At. Um, and if we're I don't know how issues, many people they have in the area, but yeah, we're right on it. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, they, they should have made this available for everybody. I mean, you don't have to have an engineer walk you through how to set this up. I'm pretty sure it's install per- it. It's automated. You just have to put the information where you want the stuff sent to, and that's that. It, it's it's ridiculous, man. But we'll see what happens. I'm hoping that they'll get a lot of information out of this, but the only way to gather a lot of information very quickly is let your beta testers, a.k.a. the people that are playing your game actively, if they can, install this, and you'll have more than enough data more than enough information to be able to see exactly what is going on and why people are experiencing terrible matchmaking and terrible match quality. And that's that. I mean, whenever you go to report the server because it's acting weird and the report server what is, this? is gone. When did this happen? Yeah. 
Dude, we had two games last night. Was it last night? Yes. Couldn't report the server. Yes. The third game would let us report, but it ran better than the other two. And it was like, do they already know that that server's shit? Yeah. Is that... That's what it seemed like. Yeah. Well, one of those servers, the second one was the one where the Saint had two hill drones out at the same time. And it was like, huh? Yeah, exactly. Right. So what the fuck's going on there? Yeah. The Saint that was 95% using aimbot. Yeah. 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 So, you know, it's, we'll see what happens with it. I'm hoping for the best. I'm expecting the worst and we'll probably get a good middle ground out of those two things. Right. Oh man. Yeah. So, and we'll definitely let people know on here. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Uh, All right, guys, this is the community section of the unofficial, official, unofficial rogue company podcast broadcast. Uh, We were going to have a guest on this week. Things did not work out, unfortunately, but we do have some community issues for you guys. And if you want to contribute to the community section in any way, please be sure to shoot us a tweet at broadcast. You can send us an email, broadcast at gmail.com, or you can join the Discord server. The link is in the description down below. There is a place in the Discord that is for broadcast contributions, so you can throw it in there. And the first one that we're going to hit here is from Prince Viper. Something is definitely up with map rotation at the moment. I got district map and TDM six games in a row. Six games in a row. If it's not district, it's depot. I get that there's only three maps in this mode, but same thing's been happening in other modes. I get Mm -hmm. the same two or three maps over and over again. It's Mm -hmm. been going on for a while now, and it's becoming very annoying. So We experienced this one. Yes, we definitely experienced this one. And if you go over to Twitter and you go to Kramar's page, he has actually posted that they have acknowledged the fact that there is a bug in the game that has something to do with the new matchmaking system right here, December the 3rd, and I'm going to pull it up. A bug? Right here. High-res is currently... Yeah. High-res is currently working on fixes for two very annoying matchmaking queue problems. Very long queue times, which we have experienced, and broken map rotation. Players always end up on the same map over and over again. Every night? Yes. So this is definitely something that the developers know about, and it has something to do with the matchmaking that they implemented that's breaking the game. Yeah, and it's weird. <laughs> how to break something. Exactly. Okay. It's, it's, it's kind of crazy. change anything in this game without it breaking something, right? Yeah, right. It's in beta. Yeah. Um, but you know, maybe they'll get it fixed sooner rather than later. Hopefully this next week, if they don't release the Umbra update, they'll release a hot fix to try to fix some of these, uh, issues with, you know, the map rotations and with the long queue times. Like I understand it's okay. And I'm going to say this here and I should have said it back when we were talking about the matchmaking. It's okay to have longer queue times. It's okay. Okay. If the match is properly balanced. Yeah. I'm I'm down with it. I'll wait ten minutes. Yeah. I'm just saying, I'll go ten minutes. Yeah. It's and especially in ranked, like coming over from playing ranked and paladins into rogue company, sometimes we would queue for fifteen to twenty minutes in paladins to get a ranked match. So it's not unusual to wait for an extended period of time, specifically in ranked. Bathroom break. Yeah. As long as the match is properly balanced. I think that that's fair to say. So I agree. 
Next up here, we have a post from Overpresentation958. How would you players feel about adding COD's domination to Rogue? Same chaotic uh, gameplay for King of the Hill players like myself while lowering the amount of nade spam a player would feel because there would be multiple objectives instead of every enemy player nading the same location. And would also lower the chaotic environment because the teams would be split up trying to capture slash maintain multiple points. I've expressed my disappointment in the removal of King of the Hill enough. I think this could be a fair middle ground solution to appease both the chaotic and tactical players. Regardless, TDM needs to go, in my opinion. It's strikeout, but the brain-dead version. Just a brainstorm idea. Thoughts? So three points. Yeah. Domination. Three points. Yes. And you got to... It's a, it's, a, it's a sit there, hover over, yeah. let the flag fill up, move to the next. Yes. I mean, the map ain't big enough. Yeah. I just don't think... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't think it would work with this game. The map ain't big enough. Where are you going to put the points? Yeah. I think that they could they could do a rogue company variant it of this. It sounds fun. Yeah. I mean, King of the Hill map. is basically domination. Yeah. But with, with one, one point. point. Yeah. Yeah. So if well, it's, it's hard point then. It's hard point. Yeah. It's hard point. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. So if they changed it from three points down to two points, because like... If they reworked it in a way to where okay. it's, it's like if you're you got my attention. All right, let's say I'm just kind of throwing off the cuff here. Your team has access to one point. Their team has access to one. Of course. Point. In theory, so you're, you're going to cap them and then try to head over and get the other or kill them. Like, yes, exactly. Yeah. So and then it would be a That'd re- be fun. Yeah, it would be a respawn game mode, and it would cause uh, you know if they did it um, on the opposite sides of the map from yeah. where you actually fly into. Um, and then while both points, like if your team holds one point, the enemy team holds another point, then there's no points added. Like it negates yeah. everything, right? Yeah. But Makes you go in. Yes. But once you start taking control of their point and you maintain control of the other point, then, then the starts, spawn flips. It's, yeah. It it's starts like, adding time yeah. to it. Yeah. Um, and I think that that would be interesting. Like, look, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying that we need more respawn. We don't need any more game. That sounds period. fun. Yeah. But that sounds like a very interesting way to do a respawn game mode. Since they're not going to give us like a capture the flag or something like that. Yeah. Then those little old old school game modes are fun. Yeah, exactly. So I think that that would be a good kind of a middle ground, just giving it two points or because he's absolutely or this individual is absolutely right. Nade spam. The problem yeah. is the nade spam. The problem is the fact that whenever yeah. you respawn, you have all yep. purchase gadgets and there's no lockout on it. There's no Whoa. cooldown. There's there should nothing. be a cooldown. Yeah, exactly. There should be. Mm-hmm. There should be. Like when you really die and respawn, there should be like a 20 second cooldown before I was going to say 30, it. but 20 is cool. Yeah. I mean, I mean, long enough for you to get there. Yeah. Because then yeah. you got people respawning at the back and they just hail Mary. Just, y- yeah. Chunk them. Just, yeah. And then when you have stuff that splash out like incendiaries oh. or you have increased, you know, AOE damage on some of the grenades, it's like, That's you're a just, lot. yeah, you're just chunking them and hoping for the best at that point. And it's kind of brain dead and mindless. That's why it's hard for me to recognize the respawn modes as something fun and competitive because it's not, it's whoever has the most explosive shit. Yeah. I mean, team comp. that's the reality of the situation. 
All right, next up we have a post here by uh, Gustavuson, 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 Gustavuson. It definitely comes fast. I know, know, I know, right? Proposed change to the shooting range. When I first read this, I'm like, they've already fucking re-skinned it. What more do you want? Yeah, come on, guy. Yeah, but I think this guy has a good idea. I would love to have a bot crouch behind a box. The shooting range is great for practicing on targets, and one of the most useful practice targets would be behind small cover and crouch position. Could also include standing behind a wall. And I think that this would be absolutely beneficial because, like, yeah. And even if they had like, all right, think about it. You you already have like the shooting range where you have the rogues standing and they're different yeah. distances away. Yeah, you got the away. other side where they run around. Yeah, it would be nice if you had one that was crouching behind cover. Well, and walking. You know back how they have forth. them spaced out yes. on the one side, on the left side. Yeah, they have them spaced out so you can see how far you hit. You know, it's got yeah. a mark. It's like a little football field. Yeah. Um, in between them, in between a couple, what if there was a block there and someone was just crashed behind it? You could see a little gun poking up. Yeah. Top of the little head. Cause, yeah. cause you know, you do that shit. When oh, you yeah. see that little head bouncing around on top of that, you just, yeah, I'm going to get you. I know you're trying to heal up back there. Yeah. And, and it you're would, dead. it would help a ton of people, um, actually figure out how the, um, head glitches and the angles yeah. in the game actually worked. I mean, of course, if you're, that's the difference with COD, like domination on COD, you don't have like, I can't stand on the wall and look around it. Yeah, exactly. That's the, yeah. You know? Yeah. And then like, sometimes when you're playing, it's like, okay, if you crouch and you're walking up to a piece of cover, like you really don't know how much of your body is exposed. And whenever you're playing, it doesn't make sense whenever you're getting shot that way. Wouldn't and, it be cool if it warned you? Yeah, yeah. So your right. body was out of cover. You turn a certain color. You have an outline on you, and when you get out of cover, you turn red. It's yeah, like, Whoa, they can see me. Yeah, so you don't know. That would be a good perk to have. That would be a good perk. Yeah, I mean, or it, it would be an interesting secondary for a new rogue. Yeah, passive ability. It's it's yeah, uh, yeah. what's that perk in COD when they look at you? Spotter. Yeah. It, is it spotter? I think so. I think so. Cause like when they look at you, you you light up on the side. It, yeah, that's a good it lights perk. Lights up on the side they're looking at you from. That's yeah. a good perk. And they they had a perk similar to that in the game before, and they ended up taking it out where it was the little eyeball that would pop up on the bottom of the screen. But that was like if a rogue was you looking in your know. direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you didn't even look at the eye. It was like what there was yeah. an eye down there. Yeah, right. So if they kind of rework that perk a little bit, because like if I'm behind cover and then I aim behind cover, then I know that like from, you know, my upper chest up to my head is going to be exposed. Sometimes you're behind cover and you think that you're protected on the right side, but they yeah, still have do. an angle on you, yeah. you know, or if you're crouched behind something and they somehow can see the top of your head when you're yeah. not moving. Now, I don't know Which if that's crazy. Yeah. Because that shouldn't happen, right? Exactly. And I don't I know mean, if it's like latency issues that's causing that stuff or if it's just the poor design of the cover in the game. But having something in the shooting range to be able to test this stuff out as opposed to dropping in into a custom game and just testing it out in a very limited amount yeah. of time, like that would that would help out a ton. Like when you drop into plant on a breach. Yes. When it's your turn to plant and you go far right, 
Yeah. That cover you move up to, that little cover there, it's suicide. Yeah. Yeah. You're not safe behind that cover. Yeah. It's cover, but it's not cover. Yeah. It's dead For some cover. reason. Yeah. It's the semblance of cover. Yeah. Vice yeah. has some of them. Yeah. You just get behind something. It's like, what just happened? I'm behind this. Yeah. I'm not moving. Yeah, and it's very okay. it's frustrating as a player because like if, if I'm behind cover and I'm not moving, then I shouldn't be able to There's take nothing damage. to hit. Yeah. And then like the cover that has like, you know, the, the street barricades and vice and there's some that's on Fuck those covers. Why can people the ones sh- that they have them on a lockdown? Yeah. The hat, the one, the, the, the lean in cover. Yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm. get this out. Yeah. The, and they, it's not to, safe from either side. Get it out. They need to get rid of the cover that you can shoot under. Oh, cars. Yes. Any, like any oh, of those barricades, wagon, that have, whatever. Yeah. Anything with wheels. Yeah. They need to get, they you shoot right under it. They need to either board it off to where it denies it, or they need to change it out for another piece of cover. Because, like, look, I understand that you're wanting to make it as realistic as possible. But here's the thing. We can't lay down. Therefore, exactly. We, it's not as realistic as possible. Exactly. You know? Yes. And you so, got to compromise. Yeah. And I shouldn't be able to get shot when I'm standing behind a truck because my fucking right leg is poking out well, beside the wheel just enough. Movies a- will tell you that can't happen. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, try to I know. stop bullets. Yeah. So it it would be nice if they would if they would do that, and then they need to take a look at some of the cover and how some of the cover in the game actually works. Anyway, like this is all I'm going to say about it. If I'm in a real life, you know, position to where I'm getting shot at, mm-hmm. and I'm crouched, You're not gonna behind- stand up. Well, not not only that, but if I'm crouched behind a piece of cover and I need to move, then guess what? I'm not putting above the cover, the tippy top of my head to where I can get hit in it. I'm I'm going to crouch more. Yes. I'm going to crouch so much more so that I don't get water. Yes. And Hey, if you, if they put a system in the game to where you walk up to a piece of cover, like a piece of double crouch. Well, where you crouch, but you move slower whenever you're within a that's certain fine. proximity as of the As long as I'm behind that shit. Exactly. That's all that matters to me. Yeah. Yeah. Because I thought I was behind it. Yeah. The game led me to believe I was behind this. Yes. And then it and then was, I got shot on the top of the head. It was all a lie. Yep. Yeah. All a lie. Yeah. So next up, this falls in line with the MMR stuff that we talked about earlier, but this was from Haldor Zero, and I actually put this and clipped this out before we got the post about the matchmaking, but can we get some MMR rank info in the game? Hi, hi, Rez. Is it possible to get some information about players MMR slash rank in game? We can see our team MMR rank. Why can't we see opponents MMR rank? How do we see our team's MMR? I was rank? about to ask the same question. Yeah, I haven't seen it. How? Can I'm, we find that out? Yeah, I'm not. I'm, yeah. All door zero. Tell us, please. Yeah, right. And I'll do a little digging, you know, here in just oh, a I'm second. Because it'll be in the responses if he said anything about it. You know what I mean? I heard Adam pick up that shovel already. I'm, I'm in it. <laughs> you can hit the keyboard. <laughs> yeah. I'm over here. Keep going, but I'm looking. Yeah. 
So Haldor, it would be it would be great if we could see this information. And I think that it should be something that's put in like transparency, man. Transparency, communication, and even things that are in the game itself. Yeah, give us ways to know that your matchmaking's working as opposed to just telling us that it is. Help yeah. us help you. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. I I paid you for this game, high res, not yeah. everyone did. Yeah, I keep spending money. <laughs> yeah, I have continued to spend money. Exactly. Yeah. So next up, and this has a video that accompanies it, and I also dropped the video in here, and we'll take a look at that as well. But this is a post from it's six or Sykes, Syxx. Uh, what is with the hit registration the last two weeks? I thought it would have been fixed. It's worse. Seriously, I will hose someone head on body shots or head shots. Uh, it doesn't matter, and I will give no hits. Also, my K30, only about 30% of the bullets hit. Sometime, something is seriously messed up here. I should note this isn't constant. It is sporadic, randomly happening. Is anyone else experiencing this? I have a few clips of this blatantly happening that I will upload. Here is one of the examples for now. It's not my internet. My connection is solid. One gig internet, twelve milliseconds ping, hardwire connection. If you're getting twelve. No, is internet. If you're getting twelve milliseconds ping. Congratulations, yeah. you know. That's great. Yeah, yeah, for real, dude. He's on some fiber. Yeah, right. You know? I bought him out at like twenty-five. Yeah. But yeah, we've got a video here. If you guys want to check this out real quick. And no, I could just. I can already say no. It ain't just you. No, That's not at all. But yeah, I got it fired up. Yep. Let's do it. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah. Oh! Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, exhibit B. God damn, that was what rough. Was, what was crazy there is that he wasn't getting the hit markers on some no, of those, but it was still popping up numbers. Was yeah. it doing damage? Let me look at it again. I'm gonna look it at was it still popping it. up numbers, but his health wasn't... Because that dude did at yeah. least 215 damage to that motherfucker. Yeah. I'm playing that it. looks like it's server-related. Yeah. It has to be. I'm playing it back at .25 speed. Dude, he lit that mother... That dude should have been dead 15 seconds before he died. Yeah, for sure. And that happens a lot. Yeah. That's what you have to do, man. You have to point your gun at someone and empty the clip because yeah. you don't know when they're going to die. Yeah, that's bad. That That is... that is That's really bad. That is unacceptable. It's, it's unlisted bad. Yeah, exactly. Right? He unlisted that video. That's how bad it is. He yeah. didn't want to hurt him. Yeah. And, and my thing, too, is like, you're a competitive game. All of your tournaments are being hosted over land. And this kind of yeah. goes into something that Elvin posted on Twitter and that I actually commented on where he was talking about it's not fair for people that queue in West Coast or not West Coast, but in the West against people in Europe and things like that. Right. I don't think it matters. And that's what I put on there. It's like I'm yeah. I'm I'm actively monitoring my ping in every single I don't think game. It matters. And he's complaining about having 200 ping when he's playing against people in Europe. Yeah. I get 200 ping pretty consistently throughout the, throughout the matches that I play. Yeah. So it's, it's one of those things where it's like, I know you want to complain about it and I know that it doesn't seem fair, but everybody that's playing that game 
has to deal with this stuff. Everyone. So. Even the people on the other team. Yeah, exactly. What a crazy game. Yeah. Like. Yeah, legit. And we're still playing it. Like. Yeah, we won. They got me hooked. Yeah. And I'm like, just fix it. Yeah. Like, but that that is insane. And it's not your internet. It's not your, it's you not. know. PC, it's not your console, it's none of that stuff. It all it's comes, happening to everyone. Yes, it all comes down to the latency and the server, the state of the servers right now. And that's just the reality of it. And maybe the matchmaking will make it better. Maybe them putting the help thing out for people to discover what the packet loss situation, maybe that'll help. Um, the, the servers are still in Singapore. <laughs> yeah, I know. That shouldn't happen. Yeah. No, well, I, we're a couple of hours away from headquarters. Yeah. You would think that, I mean, we're in a pretty good spot to queue in a game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. But last up here on the docket, we have a post by Obi-1-02. Obi-1 and Obi-1-01 were taken. Mm -hmm. Feedback discussion. <laughs> Changes slash additions to daily contracts. I feel like uh, some could still. I feel like some could. Mm -hmm. The way this is written. Yeah. I feel no like bleep. some could still do with some work. Play five matches, win four matches, do 2,000 damage with explosives. What changes yeah. would you make and or what additions would you do to the daily contract system to make them less grindy and add more variety? Perhaps add class-based contracts? That's cool. So this is what I'll say about the contract system and things like that. I, I like the daily contracts. I like yeah. the weekly contracts that they release each season. I think that that stuff's cool. It gives you something to strive for. Yeah. Um, the, the, the contracts that they release weekly is a way more specific, right? So you've got, you know, down uh -huh. X amount of people with incendiary yeah. grenade, deny X amount of things with the APS, things like that. The daily ain't shit. It's just play for tonight and you'll yeah. get them. Yeah. And I think that like they should have, there should be levels to it. You know what I'm saying? Bitch be humble. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so here, here's, here's kind of what I'm, brainstorming in this situation i'm thinking like you should have three basic daily contracts right and those daily contracts should be like play three matches win two matches um and maybe yeah. you know maybe something else like that maybe like easy it, shit yeah use a gun yes you know? yeah and then once you There's 500 reputation <laughs> yeah and once you complete those daily contracts, it should upgrade you to the next Ooh, set of daily contracts, right? Tier two. Yeah. So let's Better say. Better contract. Yeah. And like what this guy's saying, I think that, you know, doing the daily contract systems as like class-based, that would be a good next step. So let's say, yeah. um, you know, win two games as a breacher or down five enemies with the KA-30, you know, yeah, and like that. You know, whatever. Win this many games with an SMG. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yeah. exactly. Uh, and then once you complete those three daily contracts, then it should upgrade you again into yeah. the more difficult, where it's like get, you know, 150. And like, this is going to sound Ooh. ridiculous, but get 150. Gotta be ridiculous. Yeah. But get 150 headshots with the KA 30, right? Or. Bet. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or like, you know, reveal, you know, 50 enemies 
and like and it could be any reveal it could be sticky sensor any yeah. of the rogue abilities anything revive. like that yes exactly revive revive people yes like, okay and that would help with the reviving as all yeah, i'm saying for sure right so um I think that they could add levels to it and they could they could enhance the daily contracts because normally whenever we hop on we'll be able to knock out most uh-huh. of the daily contracts in a couple of, a couple of games unless yeah. it's something that's like you know win 5 matches do 10,000 damage with a uh, explosives. Yeah. That one usually takes a little longer than the rest of them. Yeah, because you're not constantly using explosives. Yeah. yeah. Um but I think that there's a lot of things that they could do to, to add to the daily contracts. And I think that they could work the daily contracts and also the seasonal weekly contracts kind of in together. Because, like, the first four weeks of the season, they release each week a new set of contracts to do. Mm-hmm. The Battle Pass runs for 90 days. The season will last for 90 days. Yeah. So once you complete all those and you get what them all. What are you grinding for? Yeah, I mean, what's it going to hurt to add a little bit more umph in there? You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I I think that that would be a good idea, though, Obi-1-0-2. The good thing to give them if they grind out these crazy contracts is, like, uh, titles. Oh, yeah, for sure. There's certain titles. When you see a title, it's like, how do you get that? Yeah, right. It's a title. Yeah. Well, I mean... The titles are kind of, and the the emblems and the yeah. spray paints are kind of throwaway things anyway. They are, you know, it, it really doesn't. Add well, you'll any see flair. a title and be like, "How? Where'd that come from?" Yeah, right. I yeah. see that title. Yeah, where's it at? But yeah, I think that that would be great, and they should add more ways, like you're saying, to get more rewards, like having the daily yeah. log login rewards thing. That's cool, but. You know some of this, some of the weapon wraps and stuff that you get, they're okay for a free weapon wrap or a free whatever it is. But like, if it's going to be fourteen days, then can we get like two weapon wraps? You know what I mean? The only reason I'm claiming all my days is to get the rogue bucks they give me. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's what I'm claiming for. Yeah, that's all it's about for me. Yeah. Two fifty. Yeah. And it it would be kind of cool, like each season. You know, they drop a new battle pass. They give us like four rogue skins in that battle pass. And then whatever events happen in that season, you have purchasable skins, right? Yep. Well, yeah. Whenever you grind all the contracts out, you get uh, an emblem or a title, right? Or a uh, banner, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it would be kind of cool if they threw in some contracts that you could complete where you would get like a one time epic skin. You know, kind of like the way yeah. that that uh, when you see it, you're like, "Damn, you did all of that!" Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. kind of like the way that first arms dealer event with that saint skin yeah. was. But now you can just purchase I just it. Bought it. Yeah, now you can purchase it outright as well. So it's like, yeah, yeah. I'm starting to see skins that were available a long time ago come back. Yeah, which is nice. I got the Vi Wasteland. I'm like, it came back, and, I, and it was on sale. Yeah, it's a great skin. Like you recycled it? Yeah, a great skin. It's still Yeah. It's still worth fifteen hundred. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. But that is all of the community concerns that we found on this episode of the unofficial official unofficial 
Rogue Company Podcast Broadcast. Like I said before, if anyone would like to contribute, they can shoot us a tweet at Broadcast. They can email us broadcast at gmail.com or you can join the Discord server. There is a section for broadcast contributions. You can throw it in there. If there's anything that you'd like us to address, talk about, just comment on. If you have an interesting idea on anything that we talk about, feel free to leave it in the comments. You can even tweet us and then just put the time on there. And you you see what I mean? Like we want to get community involvement here. We want to get conversations had, you know, and that that's, this is not just about our opinions at all. We want the community's opinions. here. Yes, absolutely. Yes. And here's the thing, man. If someone makes a point so good in a comment, then we'll, yeah, well, not even a flip, but we'll even bring it up on an episode and be like, look, we were looking at this all wrong. Yeah, but I might flip. Yeah, there's a possibility. Yeah, I've I've got an open mind, and there's a chance that if you give me a good enough argument, that I'll change my mind on something. Yeah, yeah, make it make sense. Yeah, if you want to contribute to the broadcast, those are the places to do so. So for episode number thirteen of the broadcast, I'm here with Co Reed. I'm here with Dirt Lord, and I'm here with Griffin. And thank you guys so very much for listening, watching, and being a part of the unofficial, official, unofficial Rogue Company podcast broadcast. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching, guys, and we will catch you next time.